If you have your Bibles or your phone, I would like to read from the book of Genesis. Chapters 15 and verses 1 through 5. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless and a steward of my house in this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine hair. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine hair, but that he shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine hair. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven. Everybody look up. Look toward heaven. He said, And tell the stars, if thou be able to number them, he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. This morning I'd like to speak to you, and my title is Dream Keeper. And I'd like for you, you can sit down, church. Growing up, I can remember my grandmother telling me that a life without a dream would be a life not worth living. She would say, if you're going to dream, dream big. This morning, church, I want to encourage you to be a dream keeper. Not only dreams, but visions, spoken words that God has given you. As we read and study this portion of scripture, we must go back and read chapters 12 through 14 to truly understand how important this portion of scripture is in chapter 15. We read in these chapters that God was with Abram. He was walking and talking with Abram. He was leading and guiding him. Then we arrive in chapter 15 and we find God giving Abram a vision. And in this vision, he shows Abram that he will have a son. And through this son, his seed will be as, as the stars in heaven. I mean, wow, what a, what a vision. But this would all change the very next chapter, church. We read that life happens to Abram, trials, tribulations. His faith would be tested to the max. And for 13 years, Abram didn't hear from God. But in chapter 17, after 13 years, Abram gets another vision from God. And God changes his name to Abraham, which means father of many nations. Church, I have no doubt that Abraham didn't hold the vision close. That he was a dream keeper. All he had to do was look up. Every night when he looked up to heavens, he was reminded of the promise. And after 25 years, Isaac was born and the promise was fulfilled. There's power in our visions. There's power in our dreams. There's power in the spoken word. In being a dream keeper. If we read just a little farther in the book of Genesis, in chapter 37, we find a young man by the name of Joseph. We read in verses 5 and 6 that God gives Joseph two dreams. And in those two dreams, he shows Joseph that he would be a great ruler. But life hits Joseph, church, and things don't go the way he thought they would. He had to endure some tough times. He was betrayed by his brothers. He was torn from his family. He was sold into slavery. He was lied on. He was thrown into prison for many years while being innocent. I believe, church, with all my heart that Joseph held on tight to those dreams. Even while being in that nasty prison, he remembered what God showed him all those years ago. And for 23 years, church, 23 years, Joseph had to wait for his dreams to be fulfilled. 23 years. Ten of those were in a prison. Innocent. Waiting. He was a dream keeper, church. There's power in our dreams, in our visions. And that spoken word that was spoken over your life. 
My last example comes from 1 Samuel chapter 16. And in this portion of Scripture, we find a young man by the name of David. We can't seem to get away from David. We, every, we just, everybody preaches David. He's just, he's, but uh, in this portion of Scripture, we find, you know, a young man named David. In verse 13, we find that the prophet anointed him as king of Israel. And But things didn't get easy for David after that day, church. <laughs> we read that he still had to fight for the calling. He had to fight the giant. He had to fight battle after battle. He was on the run from Saul, hiding in caves and fields, fearing for his life from hiding in town after town. He had to endure all this church while already being anointed king. And for 15 years, 15 years, he had to wait for his calling to be fulfilled. The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. He was a dream keeper, church. There's power in our dreams in our visions, in the spoken word. In Haggai 2 and 9, it says, The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. We know by reading and studying, church, that these men's latter was greater than their former. But I, what I didn't realize, maybe what you didn't either, was how long they had to wait. To wait on their visions, their dreams, their callings. To be fulfilled. But there's a reason for their seasons, church. They weren't ready to be who God needed them to be. They had to go through some training, some hard lessons. We had to, he had to train Abraham how to be a father of many nations. He had to train Joseph how to be a great ruler. He had to train David how to be a king. We are no different than these men. He is training us as well. We all are going through seasons, but it's for us to be who he's called us to be, who he needs us to be for his kingdom. So just hold on. Don't let life, don't let fear, don't let pain, don't let bitterness, don't let our adversary steal your dreams, your visions, your words that were spoken over you. For your latter will be greater than your former church. He is a God that holds true to his promises. And our Bible is full then. In 1 Peter, he says, Cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. He cares for you, church. In Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. If you translate that word expected, it means hope for. In Hebrew, it means to hope for. He gives you what you hope for. What a promise that is. What a promise. He says in 55, Isaiah 55, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Wow. I'm glad that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, he says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Oh, wow. What a promise. It's worth it. Hold on. Keep fighting. Don't give up. Hold on to that dream that nobody knows about. Hold on to that dream that nobody knows about that God's given you in the middle of the night. Hold on to that calling only you know about. You know about the calling that God has placed in your life. I pray that you hold true to that. Remember it. 
draw it back to your attention. Young people, if you dream a dream, don't give up on it. Dream big. Dream big. You can be a pastor. You can be a preacher. You can, you can be a Sunday school teacher. You can be a wife of a pastor. You do not have to, to settle for less. There's, the Bible is full of promises for you today. Let's all stand. Let's ask God to help us to be a dream keeper. Let's ask God to help us to remember, not to forget our visions. He's given us visions. He's given us dreams. He's given us so many things, and He cares about us, church. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, right now that you will help these people remember and not to forget their dreams, not to allow life or this adversary to steal what God has given them, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the callings comes to fruition, Lord Jesus. The ones that are waiting, the ones that know what their calling is. I pray, God, that you will use them mightily in your kingdom, God. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In your mighty name.